Well, Ulysses, it was a disappointing loss for the Rays against the Yankees last night, but at the end of the day, two out of three ain't bad. Yes, and we will definitely go over the definition of bittersweet in this episode, so stay tuned. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Rays your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Rays. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And you can email us anytime, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Well, the Tampa Bay Rays gained some ground over their three-game series against the Yankees on the road, winning game one, four to zero, winning game two, three to one, and then thought they were going to win game three, but they end up losing eight to seven thanks to a, yeah, walk-off grand slam by one Josh Donaldson. So, uh, Ulysses, as you said, bittersweet would be the term. Yeah, the the big goal was definitely achieved, win the series. But then again, when you win the first two, then you get a little bit greedy and you Mm -hmm. want the sweep. And it wasn't even that greedy because when you look up in the middle of the the game, of the third game, Corey Kluber is pitching beautifully. The the Yankees' offense is nowhere to be found, and you're winning 4-0. So you're looking pretty good. 4-2, 4-2, okay, uh, a Yankee Stadium kind of pop-up home run by Glaber Torres. Fine, okay, 4-2. Then the rain delay, man. The rain delay got to them. You, you, yeah. you, in the middle of a rally, too, uh, it, it was tough, you know, to, to go back. And, and yet they did. You know, they, 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 after they, the, the game gets tied to 4-4, the boys get to work again. Francisco Mejia, clutch as ever. I mean, that, I, I've said this. This guy, the guy is growing as a catcher behind the mm-hmm. dish, but I've always loved his bat. This guy's bat plays. Oh, it plays it wherever. Plays. You don't. He, didn't, he, he doesn't even have to be a catcher. He could be a first baseman, third baseman, corner outfielder, DH. Like the fact that he can not necessarily square up, but make contact the way he did, shortening the swing on a hundred one mile per hour fastball. Just whenever I think of Francisco Mejia, uh, Mejia hitting, I think. Gap to gap or down the line, down the line, double. Yeah. Clutch hit. No, Francisco Mejia. That's him. That's him. That's him. So uh, the fact that they were talking about how Kluber was uh, complimenting his work behind the dish and, and how he has grown. Like we've seen that with our own eyes, not on the blocking side, but on the throwing runners out, he is getting better with as many reps as he's getting now that Zunino's out. So that that's comforting to know on, on that side, but I just feel bad for Mejia too. You know, yeah. he comes through like on a on a situation where it you know it's pretty daunting. I know our oldest Chapman uh, might not be the our oldest Chapman of of yesteryear, but coming into yesterday's game, he had his last nine outings were completely um, mm-hmm. scoreless. So he's been shaky, but the last nine outings he had been uh, scoreless, and boom, you 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 get through to him, and then Beeks lets you down, man. Then Beeks yeah. lets you down um, a little bit of ump. You know, strike zone, 
right crap but you don't lose because of the ump man you just didn't make your pitches and on honestly Jalen Beeks did not make his pitches I saw uh Aaron Boone slip a $20 bill to the umpire before the inning started so I don't know if that had anything to do with it I'm just yeah. throwing it out there but at the end of the day you're the Rays you have a four nothing lead into the sixth inning then you have what a seven four lead yep. in the 10th and yep. you can't close it out. Now, you mentioned Jalen Beeks. Do you put that more on Jalen Beeks or Josh Donaldson for making a tremendous swing 97 mile per hour up and away top of the zone? Although I think Mejia, or whoever was catching at that time, was looking for a pitch down and into Donaldson. I thought so, too. Yeah, I thought the setup was inside. Maybe it was a deep kind of setup by, by Mejia. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I did... To my to to my purview, I, I do think that he missed location there. Uh, you know, he did walk a guy. The bloop single was a bloop single. You know, the, those those sometimes can be avoided. Soft contact right. is better than hard contact. But ultimately, yeah, you have to make your you have a three run lead, right? You can't yeah. you can't allow that to happen. You know, a bloop single, a walk, and and then a grand slam like. Uh, <laughs> You you can't. This, there is no excuse for Jalen Beeks there. I'm, uh, uh, even as yeah. much as as he has been efficient this year and 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 a positive role in the bullpen. I mean, we saw him in, in Yankee Stadium be an opener, and he did really, really, a, a really well, a good job. So, well, like, it's that that's the thing you mentioned. Jalen Beeks doing really doing a really good job as an opener. Maybe that's his role: opener, middle innings. Maybe he should not be put in a situation where he's forced to inevitably close out a game at Yankee Stadium in a yeah. critical series with 40,000 fans screaming at your face. Uh, he's got three blown saves this year. And one save on the – I just don't think – and again, it's not like they the, the Rays necessarily have the pick of the litter with all the injuries, uh, particularly, right. uh, particularly to the pitching staff. But to me, if you can avoid it at all – you have to know if you're Kevin Cash and Kyle Snyder that, well, again, it was a three-run lead, but Jalen Beeks, I don't think he's ever going to be closer material given the fact he's also a lefty too. Like there's there's an absolute solid, solid role for Jalen Beeks, but you have to be careful with where you're putting him in, just like a lot of other pitchers. Not, you know, there, there's so many, the, the Rays like to, hey, we don't have a designated closer. We, we like to move guys around. There, there's some guys more appropriate for that position than others. I'll just leave it at that. A hundred percent. Just like some guys come through with 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 the clutch gene in, 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 in the batter's box. Again, you analytics folks that don't like the word clutch, you can put your earmuffs on because it's a naughty word. Clutch. Yes, we said it. Clutch. Um, some guys don't have it also on the mound. And that's okay. Like They can, they yeah. can be really good. We talked about that earlier in Stanek's career, like, he can do a very good job being an opener, but put him in the seventh, eighth, or ninth, and then you get to see him be a little bit shaky. Maybe that has obviously right. changed uh, now after a few years in the in the big leagues, and good for him. He's having a great season. We we talked about him last week, but yeah, I I I wouldn't I wouldn't do that again with Jalen Beeks. I, I the Rays treat bullpen guys fungible seventh inning, yeah. first inning, ninth inning, and that's a strength. But you have to also know that some guys are going to be better suited than that, um, than others. And it was the lefties. It was the lefties right. that got burned yesterday. All of them. Colin mm-hmm. Poche got burned again. 
can we mean again Colin Boucher gets burned um he's uh he's a friend of the program so I'm going to reserve comment on that for now yeah yeah me too but it has to be it has to be noted uh Brooks Raley got burned again um maybe not again but got burned yeah um and then Jalen Beeks got burned so the three lefties man uh, from the bullpen not a good day Right. And, and again, I, not to put it all on Jalen Beeks, because again, it's not like he pitched from the sixth inning on. Uh, the Rays yeah. had a 4 nothing lead, and that was blown in some shape or form, too. So yeah. um, blame has to go around for sure. Everyone knows about the risk of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still does not stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives so if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks think again play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride it only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's life forever drive sober or get pulled over um ulysses we spent a lot of time focusing on the game three loss However, game one and game two, there certainly were positives and nice things to see in multiple facets of the game for the Rays. Yeah, yeah, 100%. The, the, the pitching, which, yeah. again, you talk, we, we talked about kind of faltering there in the third, was beautiful. And in game one, I mean, you shut them out in, in Yankee Stadium. That's fantastic. I, I don't think that they had been shut down in back-to-back games the Yankees had right. since, like, 2005. Yeah. That's and, unreal. And you get a win against Garrett Cole. And That's we saw young Yarbs. Yes. We saw yes. three double plays. And we saw Yandy continuing to rake. Yeah. And so, and taking so it, the, the other, I, there were – Yeah. Go ahead. I think we're having a little bit of a delay. Go ahead. <laughs> I think so. No, there, there, were, there were tons of positive. I mean, again – Jose Siri is apparently going to be uh, waking up with the bat. That's good news to see. Yandy Diaz is a guy that does not stop hitting. Uh, David Peralta, again, just giving you the one for four with with with, with a clutch on base. It, it's it's been more of a team lineup now. It, it's not just one guy, and 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 that's good to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, keeping that that Yankees offense, which I know has their bumps, uh, you know, with with Stanton being out, DJ being out, it's not the same Yankees offense from yeah. April, May, but it's still the Yankees, and it's you needed to win this series, and I and I use the word need because forty games left, man, or something like that. I mean, I I I I, I, I took off the. The, the countdown, yeah. uh, I, I think it's some, somewhere around there, 45 maybe, maybe, I don't know. But it's it's closing time, and, and you have right. to start winning the series, even if it is again, oh, it's the Yank. It doesn't matter. Like, you're going to yeah. – it doesn't get any easier now. You have to start winning these series. Uh, and also, just over those first two games of this series – taking advantage of runners in scoring position when they did have runners in scoring position and you know hits for the Yankees and the Rays were hard to come by in those first couple games so when you get a runner on take advantage of it Yandy Diaz take advantage of it Randy Arozarena so being able to uh, come in clutch because we've seen so many games this season where uh, the Rays they they draw 10 walks and they get 
eight hits and they go one for 13 with runners in scoring position. That wasn't really the case in those first couple of games. Yeah, there weren't a ton of opportunities, but they somewhat took advantage when they needed to. Now, um, not to put the cart before the horse here, um, but the Rays are now, I believe, nine games back of the Yankees in the division. The Yankees slipping and sliding. The Rays getting things together and hopefully having more reinforcements over the next couple weeks. And uh, to your point about number of games left, I could be wrong on this, but quick math, I want to say 49, give or take. I mean, just sort of uh, a little bit fewer than 50. Um, Is there a shot for the Rays to claim the division here? Math pot, there are 46 games left. Oh my gosh, wow. That's not good. 46 games, not bad. And uh, 10, 10 games back. That's why yesterday the back. sweep was going to be so sweet because with eight games back, yes, we could have had a conversation on is the division still at play? And right. I was going to just give everybody in Rays Nation and locked on Rays Nation uh, uh, a little uh, boost here saying, yeah, the division is at play with eight games to go and and 46 games left. Now, 10 games left, I know it must be like, it's only two more, but like it's – it's it is it's right. a lot it's a lot so i am not going to be on the yeah the division is still a play like that's it's it's not give if they had completed the sweep you would have seen me you know not only being on that train yeah but handling the train i i would have been at the top of that train so um but not I, i'm not gonna say that right yeah. now with 10 games back no uh, yeah, thank you for doing the uh, math correction there. I think I need to go back to high school, college, remedial math, it's whatever. It's tough it when a microphone is in front of you and a yeah. camera has a red light. Yeah, and I was looking tough. up at a outdated article. I guess you know, one day can change things. Like it's like goes yeah. from like eight games to ten games. Like what the heck? Yeah. Um, but yeah. So now, again, I don't think the Rays are going to win the division. Although we've seen crazier things happen in the sport of baseball. Uh, they do have six games remaining against the Yankees. So head-to-head opportunity, I believe, three at home, three on the road. Um, of course, you can't just mention the Yankees if you're talking about the Rays winning the division. I mean, you also would have to throw in the Blue Jays in that sense, too, because it's not like, oh, it's it would just be the, the Rays for the taking if the Yankees take. The the Blue Jays are also, I mean, it's a it's connect for those three wild card spots um, for really the top wild card spot but between the the Mariners, the Blue Jays, and the Rays right now. Now, um, kind of continuing on this a little bit, uh, we know the Yankees have struggled and they're going through difficulties right now. You know, a month ago, two months ago, really most of this season, I would have just put it down. Hey, you know, let's end it. Yankees are going to win the World Series. But now with the way the Astros are playing, the Mets are playing, the Braves are playing, the Dodgers are playing. Do you have a barometer on who you would put to win the World Series this year? Taking the Rays out of the equation. Right. Do you are you most confident the Yankees getting it back together, the Astros, the Mets, the Braves, the Dodgers, or somebody I didn't mention, you know, a wild card team sneaking in and and winning the whole thing? Before I answer that, I, I do want to say, yeah, it's not only Tampa, who who's who's having the the conversation? It's you know they're having the same conversation in Toronto. There are also yeah. ten games back, uh, so that that's that's an issue. Uh, going to your question, 
I uh, call me a boomer. Everybody can call me a boomer. I don't give a bleep. But starting pitching, starting pitching is mm-hmm. just such a primordial need uh, in the playoffs. And when you're telling me that you you don't have aces, you have Hall of Famers like Max Scherzer and Jacob Degrom, right, as your one-two punch. And you win the division, which means that your opponent is going to be hitting their number three or four starter against you. And you and you have that lineup, and you have Edwin Diaz doing Edwin Diaz stuff again in the ninth. Ah, yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, your number three starter is Chris Bassett, who was a number one in another team that was a playoff contender. Yeah. No, I I I would say the Mets. Even above the Dodgers. I know the Dodgers lineup has no holes whatsoever, but with no uh, Kershaw, with no Bueller, right? it seems like I, I, I would take the Mets. That's a good pick. It's so funny because, you know, the Mets or even the Dodgers who, I mean, the Dodgers, I guess, can't lose. They're at 81 wins right now. They're amazing yeah. at home and on the road. But it very well could be a team that, and this is why, the playoffs is a crapshoot that before you know it, it's like, what the hell? The St. Louis Cardinals won the world series in 2022. Where did that come from? The giants pulled out a wild card spot and won the whole thing. Like that's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. But um, so that's kind of a nice uh, bow on uh, the Yankees race series. Again, uh, it would have been really, really nice to sweep, but you did at the end of the day, take care of what you needed to do. Now, the hope is uh, the Rays don't have a letdown hangover going into the Royal Series at the Trop. And before we get into that, Ulysses, I think you have to give or provide some health advice to our listeners out there. Yeah, I do. Maybe are you struggling with a bloated belly? Have you seen enough Grand Slam walk-offs at the Bronx lately? <laughs> well, that 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 could be a, a bad thing for you. Also, you know what's a bad thing? Uncomfortable digestive issues. But we know what can help for you. And that's liver health formula from Pure Health Research. Liver health formula combines eight powerful nutrients such as turmeric, beet, and artichoke extract to gently detoxify your liver. You can restore comfortable and re- regular digestion again, reduce belly bloat, and fill your days with renewed energy. And as a listener of our show, you can try Liver Health Formula risk-free today, and you will get a free bottle of Kerbfit with your order. Kerbfit is a safe and all-natural appetite suppressant, making it easy, easy to say no to naughty foods. This makes it the perfect compl- complement to liver health formula. So you got to go to liver, getliverhelp.com slash MLB. I'll say that it again. Getliverhelp.com slash MLB to try liver health formula today. I'll say it again. Getliverhelp.com slash MLB. All right. Uh, the Rays begin a four-game set against uh, the crummy Royals, who are 48 and 71. And uh, if you remember at the trade deadline, they gave away two of their tested veterans and Whit Merrifield and Andrew Benintendi. So it's uh, play the young guys for the Royals. But um, I don't want to say I'm concerned about this series, but I'm going to go into it with caution because we've seen this before of where the Rays have 
a big series and then they come back to the trop and have a let have a hangover play competition. You go from, you know, facing 40, 45,000 fans in New York playoff type atmosphere. There's a lot of um, adrenaline pumping. And then you come to the trop. I don't know what the attendance is going to be for Thursday's night's game where it's Brad Keller going up against Luis Patino, but, and then you, you travel, you have that travel after the rain delay and the heartbreaking loss. I could see that this would not be the first time if we see the Rays come out flat and they lose seven to one or something like that yeah. in game one. And thank you for, for acknowledging the human uh, facts, uh, guys like they had a horrible travel day, not yes. only late, but then that mood, I, I know they, they say they try to keep things light and Kevin Cash tries to keep things light, but like, they're human beings. They're competitors. That yeah. was not a happy flight back. That was not a, eh, at, at least not as a whole and at least not as happy as it could have been. So then you get home late. Everybody's tired. You you wake up. Maybe is there batting practice today? Maybe Kevin Cash is, is friendly and goes, hey, no BP yeah. today. Like, take it easy. Um, I We have seen the team go flat after a high-intensity series. I really, really hope that this is not one of them because 46 games left. Like every game matters, man. You need to get to 90. You need to get to 90 wins, Kevin. And mm-hmm. right now the Rays are 62 and 54. 62 and 54. So they need to win 28 games. Of 46. 28 of 46. Uh, that's a 60, roughly a 61% winning percentage. It's not easy. 28 of 46, 28 of 46. So, so for everyone that's like, oh, it's fine. Like bro, 46 games, like you need to win. You need to win. And it's the Kansas city Royals. You got to win the series. And you got to win the series. We've seen the Rays lose to teams like the Royals before. In fact, they did lose two out of three against the Royals coming out of the All-Star break. Now that team had a little bit of a different complexion for sure, but uh, this isn't a good team by any means. They are 23rd in OPS, 27th in homers in all of baseball. The Rays actually have more home runs than the Royals this year, believe it or not. 27th in Team ERA, and uh, their defense is actually pretty solid. Um, thanks to, I think, uh, Nikki Gonzalez, 10th and ounce above average, although I think they lost some of that with the trades. Uh, it's, it, it's a little bit Mary misleading Field, because that included the performances of Merrifield and Benintendi, yeah. respectively. But uh, and to your point about um, the Rays needing to win 28 of their next 46 in uh, a 61% winning percentage, uh, over the course of 162, that would put a team si- winning 61% of your games from 162 would put you on pace for 99 wins. So they got to play like a 100 win baseball team over these last. They got to play like 2021. They got to play like 2021. Yeah, which and, and that's tough. Could happen, but it's a tough schedule. I mean, if you want to do that, you have to make up ground uh, against the Royals in this series, and then the Angels after that. Th- these next eight games are critical for that, quite frankly. Yeah. You again, you have to start winning series, and I don't care if it's all oh, four, three. You got to take three. You know what? If you're going to be asleep and flat footed tonight, fine, but then you're, you're, you're going yeah. three in a row. Then you're going three in a row. 
Uh, I know Saturday is going to be really uh, hyped up. There's a giveaway. So obviously those are where people go out the most to the Trump. Right. So I would expect a lot of race fans to show up on Saturday. So that always is a good feeling for the players to be supported by their mm-hmm. fandom. So I would give Saturday a good bump in the, in the W column. Yeah. Let's see about the next three. Um, I, I, I'm just, again, bittersweet, man. You had the sweep. Yeah. You had the sweep, and then you, it, it slipped. It slipped. You have, uh, as I mentioned, Patino versus Keller tonight, Brady Singer versus Shane McClanahan on Friday, Chris Bubik versus Drew Rasmussen on Saturday. So that giveaway will be when Drew Rasmussen is starting, I presume, which yeah. uh, would be a nice showcase for him coming off the perfect game or almost perfect game, I should say. And then Sunday is TBD versus Zach Granke. I got to say, if there was only one game that I could watch in this series, it would be the TBD versus Zach Granke because I want to take advantage of watching a future Hall of Famer in Zach Granke because yeah. – Look at his numbers. Look at his career. Look at what the 38-year-old has done. Uh, So well-rounded, too, in terms of not just pitching, but when he was hitting as a Mm -hmm. pitcher and fielding. And, I mean, the resume is absolutely there. So I I don't think people talk enough about Zach Ranke's Hall of Fame resume. And he's actually – he's still kicking around. I mean, any any team would love to have him as part of their equation or rotation with the – I mean, they're not uh, Justin Verlander numbers by any means, but they're number four, number five starter numbers. And uh, just the opera, take advantage if you can to watch a little bit of Zach Granke um, on Sunday because you never know. I mean, I would imagine that he would continue to keep pitching, but um, some guys retire sooner than expected maybe. So just kind of soak in that moment, if you will. Yeah. Um, also, just to to hammer down the point of twenty eight wins out of forty six, and you said sixty uh, six ten winning percentage. That also means it's twenty eight and eighteen. They have to go, so they have yeah. to play ten games over five hundred. It's not going to be easy. And we've talked about the schedule in the mailbag episode from yesterday on Wednesday. It's a tough schedule. You play the Red Sox. You play the Blue Jays. You play the Astros. You play the Yankees. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me you have to go 28 and 18 in the toughest month of your of your season. Right. Tough. So these games against the Royals, these games against the Angels, they better be Ws. Yeah, and don't they play a string of like 17, 17. straight games or something? It's some ridiculous yeah. like they have like one off day in the month of September. It's insane. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. And I think that off day, I'm just uh, scrolling here, and there's some I think double headers involved too. It, yeah, it's unreal. Gonna be rough. Um, it's gonna be rough. By the way, I will be at the game. Well, Ulysses, I think you're going to be at the game on Saturday. Well, I, yeah, I, I want to give a shout out to a, a couple people. Uh, okay. Brendan Atkins. I want to give a shout out to Brendan Holcher. I want to give a shout out to Austin Holloway. Uh, inviting us to games. Thank you guys so much. That really means a lot to us. And, and we get to to, to enjoy uh, you know the ball game with with people that also know ball. And that's Absolutely. always enjoyable. And uh, I'll go ahead and throw it out there. On Friday, I'll be in section 141, row double G, uh, somewhere around there, seat 18 through 22, one of those. So if you want to say hello uh, and chat baseball, uh, I'm cool with that. So section 141, row double G, 
uh, seat 18 through 22, something along those lines. So. That's that's cool. Okay, so on Saturday, I will be in row 141. No way. Row J- JJ. Okay. Uh, seat 24. So if you want to say hi, I'll be more than happy to talk ball and say hi to you back. There we go. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, wow. And if you can't find it, just yell out our names, and I'm sure one of us will. <laughs> yeah, just go around the trap just yelling, Locked on Rays! Yeah. There we go. Exactly. Uh, thank you for making the Locked on Rays podcast your very first listen every day. Now make your second listen the Locked on MLB podcast with our buddy Soli. Uh, that is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we will talk to you on Friday.